where the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted, he said so Explorers But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a traitor Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. Although I've got to say, Harry Potter is not necessarily as flawed as our audio quality this week. Oof. Sorry guys, we yeah. are temporarily staying with my parents while we're waiting for me to get my visa because 2020 and... This year's a mess, our life's a mess. Yeah. We're recording in a weirdly noisy kitchen where the fridge hums and the clock behind us will tick constantly. And we had to pause the washing machine <laughs> and like, we're just going to power through. We're just, we're just here to have a good time. Not for a long time. <laughs> What are we sorting today, Alex? So last week for Spooky Board Game Spook- October. Yeah, Spooky Halloween Tabletop. Um, we sorted your favorite board game. Tabletop game. Tabletop, yeah. I guess it's not a board game. There's no board in that one. There's a board in this one though. There is a board. Sort Eventually. Of. Kind of. You build your own board. You build your own board. Uh we're sorting BYOB. <laughs> We're sorting my favorite tabletop game, which is Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, it's iconic. Like, if you don't know this game, how? It's so good. Like, I think many people first found out about it when uh, Will Wheaton had it on tabletop. And mm. then, like, it was out of stock everywhere because, like, holy shit, this game's incredible. It's so good. What is it, Alex? Um, So, it's basically you're playing a cheesy horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the way that the game works, you're revealing, t- uh, like, room tiles one at a time. Yeah. You're building a new house every time you play. You, you start in the hallway and then you go through a doorway and find whatever room's there. And it's, like, from a random stack. So, like, you build your own unique house every time you yeah, play. Yeah, the board is different every time. And through BYOB, the... Pro- build your own board. <laughs> through the process of revealing and drawing cards and tiles and whatever um a different haunt will be triggered Mm. and there the original game has 50 haunts um there's an expansion with an additional 50 there's a spin-off uh baldur's gate like D&D version of the game that has presumably also 50 and i believe they released a scooby-doo version yeah but it looked really naff i mean it's like the kids version that's fine kids games can be good like it's just like the playing pieces being like cardboard cutouts and yeah that's a little like, sad. The production quality is clearly lower. But yeah. it could have been something really cool for like long-time fans of Scooby-Doo. It's not like Scooby-Doo's only got a, a kid's yeah, audience. Yeah, no, like, I am. I want this game. I want to play it. I'll just use my Scooby-Doo clue, like, little pewter figures as my character pieces. It's fine. <laughs> so, Betrayal at House on the Hill comes with 12 playable characters, so we better get cracking on sorting those. Yeah, I have them here. Who's up first? Uh, first up is Heather Granville. Heather Granville. She is. I get you her base stat. She's 18, uh, 5 foot 2, 120 pounds. Her hobbies are television and shopping, and her birthday is August 2nd. Her highest stat is knowledge. So yeah, each, just char- each player's got four stats, speed, might, sanity, and knowledge. Uh, they have a starting value, but you can raise and lower them, and they're all used for different things. Yeah, through gameplay and whatnot. Knowledge like doesn't do anything by default, 
but many of the really cool things that can happen in the game rely on it like mm-hmm. getting a lot of items can depend on your knowledge and yeah 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 heather has always been perfect perfectly petite perfect 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 so yeah she's that she seems like the valley girl type kind of like a like, tv and shopping like yeah kind of prissy like like popular girl yeah yeah a mean girl a mean girl. She's, 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 she's a little she, bit of a mean girl. She is the mean girls. Yeah. But her older sister is friends with Jenny, but Heather doesn't know why, because Jenny's not perfect. Heather, oh, Heather's greatest hit. She isn't actually perfect after all. <gasps> uh, tragic. Oh, oh, no. Um, alright. So, major Slytherin vibes there. You think so? Yeah. I was getting, like, a Cho Chang Ravenclaw vibe. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> Like, to be fair, the po- idea of Cho Chang, the popular girl, I think is a lot more like the very Potter. I know, and I know that's more of like a I'm fan Cho thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not so much the reality. Cho Chang has one friend. I know, but like <laughs> she seems like she's maybe it's because I listen to too much Fanatical Fix. <laughs> <laughs> like the the freaking like the girlfriend episode. <laughs> You know the one. Um, stuff like that, like, it's ingrained in my brain. Uh, in which Cho Chang is portrayed as a valley girl, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone listening who hasn't necessarily listened to that particular episode of our favourite podcast, Fanatical Fix. Yeah, please. If you should. Listen to that specific episode of Fanatical Fix. Um, JD is the one that sent that fic yeah. in, and it's so good. It's uh. something. It's certainly <laughs> something. Right. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I was hate... getting kind of a Ravenclaw vibe. Sure, I... highest... I'm going like with stats here. Sure, knowledge, yeah, definitely. Um, but like and that I could guess... also be Slytherin. She's fairly well rounded. But I guess perfectionism can definitely be a Ravenclaw thing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to go. I'm happy to go with you on that. Cool, 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 cool. Heather Granville Ravenclaw. All right, and because this is betrayal of house on the hill. Oh. Uh, we're gonna have to at some point trigger a haunt. Mm. So... so after each character. We're going to make a haunt roll. You roll six dice. Whoops. Alex has never played this game before, despite it being I just her Look, I just grabbed all the dice. I wasn't thinking. For what it's worth, I also love this game. It's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like, good. You build your own board, and you have a different ending to the game. Like, ugh, Yeah, it's, it's a different game every time. That's why I, I, I love it so unbelievably much. Unbelievably replayable. Also, I love a spooky vibe. Like, I, I know you're less into that, but that's a big part of it for oh, me. Oh, we didn't, we didn't even mention it, but... One day I really want to play Betrayal Legacy. There's Ooh, a legacy version of this where you yes. play it in the same house over generations. Oh. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, let's make a hot roll. Okay, we rolled a seven, which is greater than the number of characters we've sorted so far. So, so we don't the haunt has off. not been triggered. Nope. Let's move on. Oh. Next character, we'll flip this card over. Oh. We got Jenny LeClerc. <laughs> LeClerc? Isn't that like LeClerc? Like, isn't it like? Is it? Is that me? No, but like, isn't like like a, a silency? I like I didn't. I, I don't. I guess Claire, it could be. I would. I don't know. It seems French esque. Uh, I guess it could be. I don't know. French is a stupid language. Her name's Jenny. Her name's Jenny. She's twenty-one, five foot seven, hundred and forty-two pounds. Her hobbies are reading and soccer, and her birthday is March fourteenth. Her uh, highest stat is a three-way tie between speed, might, and sanity. Yeah, I think like. There are there are four characters who are the like the characters who excel in certain stats. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. They're pretty clear. I actually the... uh the the like super well rounded ones are my favorite characters sure. to play. I love having like a nice balance. Yeah, whereas I'm I'm too much of a min maxer. You are, yeah, <laughs> and that's totally fine because games require that too. Yeah. Um. Uh, the book tells me that Jenny is a quiet girl. She loves soccer, but sometimes she's too shy to cooperate with her teammates. Oh. 
Mm. Uh, but she likes reading a book. Um, the books keep her from dwelling on her mother's disappearance that day 14 years ago when mom went to the store and never came back, leaving Jenny alone. Alone forever. Jenny's only real friend is Caitlin, Heather's older sister. Uh, Jenny's greatest fear is being trapped in a crowd or lost out in the open. Huh. Yeah, she likes being on her own, I guess. Yeah. Like, you've got that whole, like, alone, alone for everything, but actually, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. She's got so books. like that's kind of her, her jam. Yeah. Again, I'm getting a bit of a Ravenclaw vibe. Sure, yeah. She wants a book. She wants a book. Wants it on her own. Um, she tries to play on the Quidditch team, but <laughs> Ravenclaw never wins, so it's fine. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Like, Ravenclaw is the only team we never actually see win a game. I think they might be mentioned as winning a game against one another house. Yeah. We never see them win. No. Oh, wait, no, we never see Slytherin win either, do we? Do we not? No. We know that they do, though. Yes. Because they're always like the the final. Yeah. Gryffindor and Slytherin. Well, that's just because of how the matches played out. They just played the matches in an order. Oh, okay. It's not like a tournament, it's a league. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never put that much thought into it. <laughs> Neither did the author. Yeah, that's valid. Um, okay, so Ravenclaw for her as well. Yeah, sure. Make another haunt roll. Okay. Okay, that time we rolled an eight, so. That's more than two. That is. Great, great. That is two or greater. We did it. The haunt has not been Ah, oh, but next up we got my boy. Yeah, we your boy. We got my boy, Ox Bellows. All right, Ox Bellows. He's 23. His height's six foot four. He's 288 pounds. He likes football, which I assume means American football since Jenny likes yeah. soccer. Yeah. And more importantly, shiny objects. <laughs> shiny objects are his hobby. Yes. I love this fucking moron. And his birthday is the October 18th, so I guess he just had his birthday. Oh, congrats. Happy birthday, Oxbellows. Yeah, you turned 23 again. <laughs> He's 23 forever. And his greatest strength is might. Yeah, he he's is a one, strong boy. Yeah, he's one of those... He's, Strong like an ox. Yeah. Ha He's one of those characters I mentioned who has uh, is very much a min-max. Like, his speed caps out at six. Like, stats can range from one to eight. But his might can be at minimum four. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's always strong. He's a big, buff moron. And I love him. Yeah. And his shiny objects. Yeah, like, even if you increase his knowledge, it's like three until you you have to increase it multiple times to get an actual buff. <laughs> he was always a big kid. He never got beaten up. He always did the beating up. But only when he had to do it, except for that one thing. Mm. Oh. Oh. He doesn't like to think about that, but the blood and screams creep into his dreams on cold, lonely nights. His greatest fear is of the dark. Oh. Yeah. So what are you thinking? Well, until I read his thing, I was thinking Gryffindor. Yeah, I was thinking just too. a big, dumb meathead. Yeah. I, I was hoping to say he's a himbo, but he doesn't... I don't know. I don't think there's enough data to... He's known Jenny since they were kids growing up on Mulberry Lane. Mm. And they are... Well, they're not friends. Acquaintances. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Jenny has one friend. Yeah. She is also Cho Chang. (laughs) No, Jenny's friend isn't actually a character. I know. Oh. No, not her friend. Oh. Jenny is also Cho Chang. Right, I see. The blue... Or sorry, the purple character is Cho Chang. (laughs) Right. Um, Duality. Duality of Cho. I mean, I still kind of, I, I still probably lean toward Gryffindor. I feel Gryffindor. Gryffindor's can definitely be bullies and jerks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Hey, hey we put the red one in Gryffindor. All right. So hot roll. You want to roll this one? All right. All right. Your boy. Oh, we Ooh. tied. Okay. So we the tied. Haunt, so the haunt doesn't begin. But it was close. But it was close. It's real close. <laughs> 
Well, up next is the other boy. It's Darren Flash Williams. I love Flash. If I had to pick between the two, cause sometimes we dole out like character cards yeah. randomly, and you pick one side of the character card to yeah. play. I always, I always pick Flash. I would alternate. Like I like, yeah. To, yeah, mix it up. But, but so if I tell you his name is Flash, what do you think his highest stat might be? Is he a fast boy? He is. He's very speedy. He has the highest base starting stat of any stat. He starts at yeah. six speed and minimum at four again. Everything else is low as a result, but he is super fast. He's also 20, 5 foot 11, 188 pounds. He likes track, mm-hmm. shockingly. He also likes music and Shakespearean literature, so good for him. Yeah, so he's he's kind of a jock, but he's kind of a nerd too. And his birthday is June the 6th, so I really wish he was Damien Flash Williams instead, but whatever, <laughs> you get what you get. Okay, the book straight up says, Flash isn't the most original name ever for someone as fast as Darren. It's like... Yeah, but, like, here's the thing, Book. It's not like this is a nickname for an actual real human at a high school. This is a name you made up for a fictional character that you're telling me is kind of a shitty nickname. Well, I mean, the thing is, that's kind of the point. Like, these are all very cliché archetype characters. Apparently Darren likes to run because he's trying to escape. (laughs) He's trying to outrun. Something not good. The, Mm. The character descriptions are always bizarrely creepy for some... Like, kind for, of vague. Yeah, yeah, for people who haven't experienced anything in their lives yet. <laughs> uh, Flash knows Jenny from The Neighborhood. She's okay, but she's real quiet. Da, da, da. Darren's greatest fear is that he's going to be caught by the not good thing. Is that what it says? Yes. Incredible. Not good thing being capitalized. Ooh. Yeah. Some dark It is past. the specific not good thing. He wants to run. He wants to run. Let him run. What are you thinking? I don't know. I'm getting Hufflepuff vibes. Yeah? He likes to run, but, like, but he's he pretty be, chill. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Like, like yeah, he, he's kind of a jock, he's kind of a nerd, he's kind of, like, he likes music. He's chill, he just does his own thing. Like, yeah. He's not, like, one thing. Yeah. Though his one thing is that he's fast, and yeah. that's not a Which is the fast house. <laughs> Start a new house, and it's called Fast yeah, no, I like Hufflepuff. Darren's a Hufflepuff. Let's go Hufflepuff. My boy, Flash. Let's make a haunt roll for Flash. That's a five. So again, we are clearing it, but... It's getting, getting close. It's getting close. We are perilously close. We will trigger a haunt. <laughs> hopefully. This would be really disappointing if somehow we managed to not trigger a haunt. You literally... With tw- Once you get up to 12, it's... No, because the base game had 13 haunts, so without 13, you literally can fail to trigger a haunt. If you... Well... It's very unlikely. If that's the case, then we'll draw an omen. Anyway. Uh, next is Vivian Lopez. Vivian! She is 42, so uh, the first like actual adult... I mean, the other ones were 20s, but... Yeah. They're still kind of kids. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, so she's 42, 5'5", 142 pounds. Her hobbies are old movies and horses. <laughs> Her birthday's January 11th. Her mm. highest stat is knowledge. She likes staying in bed, having coffee and donuts, and then ride a horse. <laughs> but she's also got a little used bookstore, so obviously Ravenclaw. Like, do we even need to go further than that? No, that's... House, house hot take. If you own a used bookstore, you're Ravenclaw. Yeah, that's... A... Is that a hot take? <laughs> no, I don't that's know, just but... like... Sorry, ma'am, you are a Ravenclaw. Like, I mean, like, horse vibe, I was thinking, like, maybe Hufflepuff. Yeah, but, but no, she owns a owns bookstore. A that's, bookstore. yeah. Although, to be fair, sometimes she gets so frustrated, she just feels like burning the place down. Or maybe just burning down the little shed out back. Or the school. So maybe she won't have a bookshop for long. Go off, Vivian. Burn down the school. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's where the children go. 
burn children. Okay. Don't burn the children, Vivian. <laughs> Make a haunt roll. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That's, that's a haunt right there. Yeah. Uh, so the haunt has been triggered. I have a okay. system here. Time to look, time to find out who the traitor is. So normally, when the horn's triggered, you look at the omen that you've just found. Some mysterious thing can happen, or you find something, and then you look at that, and you look at the room that it was found in to decide like who the traitor is. And a lot of them just say it's like whoever that, like triggered the haunt is the traitor. Some of them will look at a specific thing. Sometimes their hobbies come up, which is like why those. Yeah, Understood. yeah, like all of the stats are used for something. They're not necessarily used in every game, but I they- don't think. Age, height, or weight are uh, ever anything. No? I don't think so. I swear, there's definitely some that say, like, oldest character. Maybe. That might be a thing. Height and weight, I'm sure. Height and aren't. weight, probably not. Those are just flavor. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it does come up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I have devised a system for the recording of this podcast where uh, the haunt is revealed based on the character and the house that we have sorted them into. So Vivian Lopez sorted into Ravenclaw gets us haunt number 18. Okay, oh right, I've got the, I've got the book. Yeah. Right, haunt number 18. Well, according to this, though, the traitor is the haunt revealer. <gasps> what does that mean? I think that's you. Oh! Because you said she was Ravenclaw. Okay, I'm the ha- Okay, so I'm the traitor then. Okay. <laughs> Turns out I'm evil and trying to stop everyone. Call. It's called United We Stand. Ooh. We'll be back with... United we stand after these messages. <laughs> we know what the haunt is, so let's finish sorting the characters yeah. and then we'll talk about that. By these messages, I mean the other half of the characters. Yes. Uh, so next is Madame Zastra. Ah. Um, she is 37, 5 foot even, 150 pounds. Her hobbies are astrology, cooking, and baseball. Her birthday is December 10th, and her highest stat is a three-way tie between might, sanity, and knowledge. So she's not very speedy, but she's pretty That's even. a shame, because she likes baseball. I know. She loves doing a run. Yeah. Uh, her birth name, by the way, is Belladina. Oh. Uh, but as you can probably interpret from the name, she's a tarot and tea leaf reader, and like, you know, fortune teller type. Madame Zastra's got to be like a stage yeah. name. Oh, Flash is her nephew, and she oh, never fails me. to buy him birthday and Christmas gifts. She sees Jenny regularly at the library. Madame Zostra is terrified of death, particularly her own. Mm, that's valid. Yeah. She gives me big uh, Professor Trelawney vibes. Yeah, yeah. What house is she in? I think she's a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw? What I wanted my instincts. That adds up. Say Ravenclaw. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like a, a fortune teller, you have like a, an interest in knowledge, you know? Like you're sure. trying to discover information. Yeah, but only information that helps you? Like, she doesn't want to know her about her own death. No. I can see well, Slytherin. I can see Slytherin. We haven't put anyone in Slytherin yet. Let's just... Might as well just Slytherin. Okay. Yeah, Deal with it. I like that. Or am I just saying that because I'm the traitor? Ooh, <laughs> are you trying to, like, overthrow the podcast? Do you mean overthrow? This is my podcast. Oh, okay. Ha <laughs> I am in... Con- Look at me. <laughs> I am <laughs> the captain me. now. I am the podcast now. <laughs> Um, Missy Dubois. Missy, Missy Dubois. Dubois. I'm, is... gonna, I'm gonna read this one because okay. otherwise I'm only reading the boys and that's valid. Fuck sex. Fuck sex. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Dubois is a nine-year-old girl. She's a little babby. She's four foot two. She weighs sixty-two pounds. She likes swimming and medicine, a normal thing for a child to like. And her birthday is Valentine's Day. Aww. Her highest stat is speed. She's which... a fast little girl. Yeah. But, like, she, she's... No, she's not even average. She just has really bad stats across the board. 
Yeah. Like, okay, her speed is pretty good. Like, can't max out. The, she can't max anything out, but she can go really low in most stats. The the children characters are not good as good. No. Yeah, they're if you're playing with the kids, you're basically playing hard mode. Yeah, and like it's realistic, but kind of lame. It, it is unfortunate. Like, I feel like they should have something that they're better at. Yeah. Like, a or really least, high sanity stat or like, something. Like, if you want to make it so they can't go as high, make it so they can't go as low. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, it, it seems a, a little bit unfair. But what can I tell you about Missy? Uh, she wants to be a doctor, which is why she's into medicine. She practices, quote-unquote, medicine on anyone who'll let her. She even cuts up dead frogs and stuff. Da-da-da-da. She knows Peter and his gross blood collection. Ugh fucking pizza <laughs> she knows father reinhardt from sunday school missy lives in the same name with brandon missy's greatest fear is of dead things coming back to life and haunting her sorry hunting her ah it's all those frogs that she cuts up well maybe don't murder things and they won't like haunt you or hunt you well but she's gotta know what's inside those frogs probably the same thing as every other frog that she's cut up maybe it's not about what's inside the frog maybe it's that it's fun to cut Maybe it's about what's inside her. <gasps> Maybe the real friends are the frogs we murdered along the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> so aside from her clearly slight murderous intentions, mm. um, Hufflepuff? Maybe, or another Ravenclaw. Yeah? She wants I feel to like- learn. Yeah, but I feel like like medicine specifically feels Hufflepuff to me, like wanting to heal, wanting okay. to help. Um, and I mean the the little bio is like a spooky little. Like, sure. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm slicing up frogs. And I hear stuff, you. I hear you. But okay. Brachiam. Yeah. It's kind that of kind a, of medicine. Yeah, it's kind of a weird Hufflepuff, but like I I feel like Hufflepuff. Yeah. What's not a weird Hufflepuff? How about Zoe Ingstrom? She's eight years old. She's three foot nine, 49 pounds. She likes dolls and music. And her birthday is Bonfire Night, Guy Fawkes Night. Neat. November the 5th, for those of you who haven't watched V for Vendetta, I guess. <laughs> uh, and her highest stat is Sanity. But she can get really good at speed as well. Yeah. Like her average on speed is definitely higher. Yeah. She likes I... dolls, does weird shit with dolls. Yeah. Uh, her dad hits, her, like, beats her mother. Oh. Uh, Flash is Zoe's cousin, so Madame Zostra is also presumably her aunt. Could or, be like other side of the family. Though. I guess. Z- Zoe's mum goes to Madame Zostra for tarot card readings. I guess it's a fairly small town. I think so. Do Zoe's family goes camping with Brandon's family, but Zoe doesn't like it, so she mostly play- stays in the tent and plays with the dolls. Her greatest fear is of the boogeyman, whoever he is. <laughs> That's nothing. Lovely. She likes dolls. Where, what's the dollhouse? <laughs> Well, I think that was a show on um, the Sci-Fi Channel, maybe? I feel like for you to make that joke, you need to have a clue what you're trying to say. Yeah, there was a show called Dollhouse. Like, just go with the joke about, you know, a toy house for dolls to live in. Moving on, Gryffindor? Yeah, I like Gryffindor. Cool, Gryffindor for Zoe Angstrom. Gryffindor! I don't know why that was spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Gryffindor, well known as the Spooky House. The Spooky House. Who's up next? Next is Peter Akimoto. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He is thirteen years old. Yeah. Four foot eleven, ninety-eight pounds. His hobbies are bugs and <sighs> baseball. Sorry, basketball. Fucking Peter and his fucking bugs. <laughs> and basketball, Fuck bugs sake. and basketball. Yeah, his two favorite places in the world are the basketball court and under his house where there's bugs. 
Uh, his highest stat is again a three-way tie between speed, sanity, and knowledge this time. Uh, pretty average all around. Pretty low might, though. Uh, he has five older brothers who really badly beat him up and break his bones. Aww. He wants to be an entomologist, an entomologist who never has to speak to his brothers. He, uh, like, does yard work for Professor Longfellow. He knows Missy from school, uh, and lets her do pretend medical exams on him. But she doesn't like it when he shows her his fucking bug collection. Fucking bugs. <laughs> Peter. Get out of here with your bugs, Peter. Stop showing Missy your bugs. So what's the bug house? <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, his greatest fear is it'll get trapped somewhere and never be able to escape. Ooh. Uh, bug house, bug house, bugs, bugs, bugs. Hufflepuff? Um, either Hufflepuff or Slytherin because they're underground where the bugs are. Mm. Which one is the entomologist house? You know, I say Hufflepuff. He helps. He lets. Uh, he helps Missy out. Yeah. Even though she won't help him out and look at his fucking bugs. Yeah. He just wants someone to look at his bugs. Fuck you, Peter. Next is Brandon Jaspers. He is twelve years old, uh, five foot one, uh, hundred and nine pounds. His hobbies are computers, camping, and hockey. Nerd. <laughs> His birthday is May 21st, and his highest stat is another three-way tie, this time between speed, might, and sanity. He takes his laptop with him everywhere, like, is he? That way, <laughs> that way he can program and camp at the same time. Cool. The book says it's cool. <laughs> this is Izzy from Digimon. Kinda. I'm bringing my crappy laptop to summer camp. Yeah. I mean, it is, yeah. I don't think Izzy enjoyed camping in and of itself, though. That's fair. I suppose he probably wouldn't be against. I don't know. He hates puppets. Uh, he goes camping with Zoe's family. Brandon delivers a paper. Yeah, greatest fear is of puppets, particularly clown cut puppets. That's valid. Yeah. It's extremely valid. And he's a nerd. A he is a he's, nerd. He's a Ravenclaw. He's a Ravenclaw. I don't care that it... Although, wow, his knowledge is his lowest stat. Right? That's weird. Yeah. Still. But, like... Increase it once and it goes up two points. Yeah, you can be you can be a dumb nerd. Sure. Yeah. I'm a dumb nerd. <laughs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> Moving right along. Ah, the final card. The final card. Two last characters to go. Ah, we have Professor Longfellow. I love these two cards. You do. These are great. So Professor Longfellow, he's 57. He is the second oldest character, second only to the guy on the back of his card. Mm-hmm. He's 5'11", 153 pounds. He likes Gaelic music, drama, and fine wines because he's fucking old. <laughs> and his birthday is July 27th. His highest stat is knowledge. He is the smart one. He has like five, four different stats where they're all five on knowledge. Like, Yeah. It's really hard to make him dumb because he's smart. He's a smarty smarty. Uh, he's he's kind of the mad scientist type. Yeah, his first name is uh, Josiah. Oh. Josiah Longfellow. I was going to say, neither of this the characters on this card have their first names on the card. Oh, shit. You know, so, like, saying like, he's the smarty one or whatever, like, what's your first instinct going to be there? I mean, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah, but here's the thing. He's very proud of his aristocratic roots. Ooh. His family used to have money, at least until his father lost it all on gambling and alcohol. It's Slytherin. Slytherin. Just big old Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah. It's yeah. Because we hadn't had very many of those. His mother has a rather large life insurance policy, but of course he doesn't want to collect on it anytime soon, no matter how nice the money would be. Uh, he teaches some of them at university. Brandon does the paper. Peter mostly yard, yada, yada, yada. His greatest fear is that he'll lose everything he has, proving to everyone that he's no better than a deadbeat father. Ooh. He's proud of his aristocratic roots, even though he doesn't care, like he doesn't like his dad. Well, yeah, because his dad threw the roots away. Yeah. Is that a phrase? Is that a thing? Do people say that? Nope. Throw the roots away? Nope. 
Moving on. <laughs> Our last character for the first round is Franz Reinhardt. He's German. Can you tell? He's born in Munich. 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 Is that Munich? It yeah, it's Munich. Sure. It, it says Munchen. Okay, you're getting off Jenny Leclerc. Okay, well, it, is. it says Munchen, Germany, or Munich, as Americans call it. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh, he is 62. He's 5'9", 185 pounds. He likes fencing and gardening, and his birthday is April 29th. His highest stat is sanity. He is the sane one. He is the sane one. Supposedly. He got beaten up when he was moved to America for several years. He turned to religion for the reasons why people treated him so badly. Again, priest. I know some people. He's afraid of going mad. That's why he's so sane. That's why he's so sane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sane people are afraid of going insane, right? No, I don't think normally. No. <laughs> what house is he? Um, he's a hard one. Yeah, he's not. He's not obvious. This is the, this is the only hard one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's your gut say? Gut kind of says Hufflepuff. Let's put him in Hufflepuff. Father, Father Reinhardt. His his hobbies are that. his hobbies include gardening. Oh, good point. Yeah. Everyone knows that, that means you're a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. Right. All right. So now that we have our characters sorted and out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about this haunt. It's time for the haunt. Oh. You heard your friend scream, but by the time you arrived, he was already a monster. Flesh flowing and bubbling across bones like... <laughs> like molten rubber. <laughs> you don't like these noises you're making. I'm being a monster. <laughs> Flesh like that can't be cut or torn with normal weapons, but fire, fire will melt it all away. A big enough fire will burn away your monstrous friend and all the horror of this house forever. At first, the pain is agonizing, but soon enough, it gives clarity and understanding. The flesh is weak, but it can be molded, just like wax. The more malleable the wax becomes, the stronger you grow. Your flesh is flowing. Now all you need is more flesh. A lot more flesh. Oh, God. <laughs> so you've become a wax monster? I or a guess. flesh monster? I want to steal your skin and melt it into my own. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, what a... This, so this is what I know about the bad guys, is the traitor hungers for my flesh. So, so many times in haunts you would be given... Minions to control, or like there'll be a main monster, but in this case, it's just you. You turn into the monster, and it is Ooh. some sort of fleshy, golemy thing that wants to uh, grow and become bigger. You want to be, you want to be stronger. Okay. And you don't care who you have to step. I mean, that's Slytherin, right? Though. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to be boring and say, "Oh, look, it's the bad guy. Put him in Slytherin." But they very specifically just want to be better themselves. Oh yeah. So, some of the people. haunts would not be Slytherin. Sure. Like definitely, some of these would be much more nuanced but the one that we happen to roll yeah that's definitely Slytherin this feels very um, again with the fanatical fix references mm-hmm. um, this feels very Greg and Vinny want to be as big as the sun <laughs> who, so who, but who wins the haunt oh who wins the haunt yeah I don't know well my win condition is that I win if all but one of the heroes are dead and you're the only hero that's true I win if the house fire kills you I'm not dead but there's only one hero so I think I win Oh, just because of those sheer numbers? Well, yeah, literally. Yeah. You win if all but one of the heroes are dead. You are one of the heroes. You're right, you're right. no one will believe your wild story about how I killed nobody. <laughs> Flesh! 
glorious flesh. Yeah. It bubbles and streams and swells over your every muscle and pore, growing larger and thicker, absorbing more and more victims. Will it stop? Can it stop? You don't know, and you don't care anymore. There is only flesh. Delightful. Uh, if I were... I'll, I'll accept my Academy Award, thank you. Yes. <laughs> if, if I were able to uh, put a stop to you by burning the house down <laughs> with you inside, presumably, um, I would have had this little snippet. Uh-huh. The house collapses into a blazing inferno, a fitting end for such an evil place, you think, and the horrible thing your friend became. Still, as you stare at the red-hot flames, you can't help but admire the secret lost in them. After all, aren't we all stronger when united? Maybe the flesh monster had the right idea! Maybe the real friends with the flesh monster we made along the way! Yeah! Flesh monster was right. Let flesh monster flesh! <laughs> Let's say flesh some more. Everyone loves that word, right? I love, yeah, it's a great word. Everybody loves flesh. Everybody loves flesh! Anyway, I think it's time. It's time! It's time for the lightning bolt round! <sighs> So, uh, for the lightning bolt round, since there aren't very many characters, okay. Oh, I mean, we've sorted all of the characters, so yeah. we're just gonna sort a few of the cards that you could draw while some playing the, this yeah, game. Some of the more notable um, appearances, specifically cards that are some kind of sentient being. Let's go. Um, so first up, we've got a few omens. Your first card is the cat. The cat. The cat's a cat. The cat is a cat. It goes around with you and uh, it can give you luck. You may call on the cat for luck. So you roll the cat mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it helps you. Or doesn't. Or doesn't. Sometimes it's bad luck, sometimes it's good luck. Black cat. <laughs> I'm not dead today. Uh, Gryffindor's a lion, which is a cat. Yes. Cat's a Gryffindor. Cat's a Gryffindor. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, next, we have the dog. Dog's a Hufflepuff. Dog's a Hufflepuff. All dogs are Hufflepuff. All it, dogs are Hufflepuff. It boosts your stats and can go and get items for you. Yeah, the dog is nothing but helpful. Yeah, it makes you like stronger because it helps you fight, and it makes you more sane because you've got a fucking dog. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. Dog's good. How about the madman? Well, the madman, it, it makes you stronger because he helps you fight, but it does make you less sane because he is literally called the madman. So Gryffindor? <laughs> okay. Sure. Makes you strong, but less brain. Sure. <laughs> How about the girl? Girl? She, so what? She boosts your sanity and your knowledge, and that's it. She's kind of creepy. You're gonna you f- free her. Yeah, she's, she's, just, she's just trying to help you. She's a little girl who got trapped in a house. I don't know, Ravenclaw? Yeah, sure, I like Ravenclaw. Yeah. Uh, and those are all the omens that I pulled out that were sentient. Well, who else have we got then? Uh, so we have some event cards. Okay. Such as... Burning Man. What is Burning Man? A man on fire runs through the room. His skin bubbles and cracks, falling away from him and leaving a fiery skull that clatters to the ground, bounces, and rolls, and disappears. Sounds like a victim of my haunt. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hufflepuff? Sure. <laughs> I was gonna say Gryffindor, but alright. Mutant house pet a mewling from inside the wall. Is it a cat? Who knows? The second yowler erupts in the same spot in the wall. A different feeling voice. Two cats? You hear only one scratching to get out. Two heads? You claw at the plaster to find out. Who knows? It's a mutant house pet. Maybe it's a cat with two heads. It's Schrodinger's cat with two heads. It's a double, <laughs> double, double cat, maybe. Something. It's something. Does that average out to, to, to... Also Gryffindor. So double cat is double Gryffindor. Double Gryffindor. Schrodinger's Gryffindor. Schrodinger's Gryffindor. Hanged man. Oh, no, that's sad. A breeze chills the room. Before you, three men hang from frayed ropes. 
They stare at you with cold, dead eyes. The trio swings silently, then fade into dust that falls to the ground. You start to choke. I've got nothing. Up until that last line, I was going to say Hufflepuff, because, like, oh, they're just chilling. They're just friends. <laughs> just three friends. Even in death. What else? What What are you going to say now, then? Well, they choke you, so now they're Slytherin. Cool. Up next is Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> I assume so. Like, he's a groundskeeper. Yeah. And he's trying to murder you? Yeah, he's trying to attack you. You don't want to read the fun flavor? You turn to see a man in groundskeeper clothing. He raises a shovel and charges inches from your face. He disappears, leaving muddy footprints and nothing more. But he might come back. Yeah. I love the, like, spooky flavor text. Okay. Uh, he's just doing his job. Of murder? He's trying to get you off the lawn. The groundskeeper reappears and strikes you in the face with the shovel. Yeah, you stepped on his flowers. The lost one. A woman wearing a civil war dress beckons you. You fall into a trance. She does a bunch of different She things. leads you somewhere in the house, probably. Yeah. Uh, a woman in a civil war dress. It's... I feel like she's kind of trying to help lead you through the maze of the house. I'm Ravenclaw. Getting, I'm getting vibes. Creepy puppet. You see one of those dolls that gives you the willies. It jumps at you with a tiny spear. And then it fights you. Yeah. Slytherin. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> One of the kids was scared of puppets. Yeah. Phone call. <laughs> We're sorting the concept of phone. <laughs> no, 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 because listen to this one. A phone rings in the room. Oh. You feel compelled to answer it. Roll two dice. A sweet granny voice says. Hold on, roll two dice. Two. I'm here, sweetums. Give us a kiss. Take one die of mental damage. <laughs> um, Flash. <laughs> Grandma's a Slytherin. Flash! <laughs> Let me kiss your flesh! Get out of here, Grandma. I didn't give you permission for kisses. I'm going to kiss your flesh! There's a pandemic on! Flesh kiss! No! <laughs> Grandma! Flesh! No! <laughs> I know this one's not sentient, but it's iconic. <laughs> Go on. Misty Arch. An archway in the walls, uh, an archway in the wall filled with colored mists. You can choose to walk through the mist, through the arch. And one of the options is, if you roll the correct, you know, the, the dice in the right yeah. way, uh, you flip your character card over. For instance, as I just rolled yes. a one, yeah, you are somehow changed. It, it's the best one. The other ones are so, like... It, they're dumb. Like, they're fine. But, like, this is what you, the funniest thing you can get in, like, so the whole game. You literally change your character to a different person. You flip your card over to a different character, and I love it. It's incredible. It's so iconic. Uh, Chaos Slytherin? Yes. Jonah's turn. Two dork boys are playing with a wooden top. Would you like a turn, Jonah? One asks. No, says Jonah. I want all the turns. Jonah takes the top and hits the other boy in the face. The boy falls. Jonah keeps hitting him as they fade from view. Are we talking both of them or just Jonah? I don't know. Uh, okay, so the Jonah, okay, the not Jonah is a Hufflepuff. A weenie Hufflepuff. Boy, yeah, yeah, he just wants to play and have fun. Jonah is not a Hufflepuff. No, he, uh, he wants all the turns. He wants to be in the spotlight. He wants everything for himself. He's a Gryffindor. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um. He's a sh- show-off Gryffindor. He's like, I want everything for myself. Jonah is the card that inspired... Ten points to Gryffindor! Jonah... Fuck you, Slytherin! Jonah is the card that inspired this format for how we were going to do the lightning pull round. Because it's like, okay, well, we need to sort Jonah. Yeah. So I guess um, let's look at the other cards. Yeah, Jonah's one of my favorite cards. And that, cards. that is 
betrayal at House on the Hill. Sorted! Yeah! So good. It's my favorite game. Yeah, but we've got to move on because it's time for you to sort it out, Alex. Oh, no. Wait, first, can we talk about an email? Oh, go. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Tanner! Tanner! <laughs> Apparently, Tanner listens to this podcast as they're falling asleep. And then we scream Tanner's name and wake Tanner up. But this time, Tanner prompted us. I just, uh, Tanner sent me this email some time ago and I just forgot to bring it up last time we recorded. Just responding to gargoyles. Um, the email is titled to the tune of Hey There Delilah and I've tried for the life of me to sing this and I couldn't get it to work. Hey where's Delilah you forgot to sort Delilah you also forgot to sort they log at all the clans of the clans as well. It's because they all share one brain cell. Yo what the hell. Well done. It wasn't quite right, but it was... It, you did better than I than I was able to. <laughs> Tanner points out, when we sorted gargoyles, that we did not talk about uh, Delilah, or Thalog, or the rest of the gargoyle clones. Um, this is mostly because that character list was so fucking long. <laughs> um, and I had to draw the line somewhere. Just slam them all in one house right now. No! Oh, okay. Well, most of them. Okay, so... <laughs> Thalog is a Slytherin. Uh-huh. Thalog's whole thing is that he wants money and power, <laughs> which is wild because that's not a thing that gargoyles care about. Um, but he's a clone of a he's he's the clone of Goliath. Thalog is literally Goliath spelled backwards, and he was like given brain power from Xanatos, who is <laughs> so he's he's basically gargoyle Xanatos who wants money and power. Uh, so he's a Slytherin. All of the other clones are just do whatever... Hufflepuff. Yeah. Do whatever uh, Thalog tells them to do because they he, when he created them from clones or whatever, he didn't give them intelligence. That's the way he was given intelligence because he just wanted them to be mindless clone obedient sure. things. So yeah, they're all Hufflepuff. Um, they're all so dumb. They end up sort of becoming kind of better good guys. The cat people adopt them. <laughs> okay. Um, this is way more gargoyles than should be in this episode. <laughs> no, every episode should have gargoyles. Cool. Moving on. Okay, fine. They're Hufflepuff. Thank yeah. you for your email, Tanner. Thank you for letting me talk about gargoyles. Now today. sort it out. Stop stalling. Uh, luckily my sorting it out is fairly short this week. I do have one prepared. I've talked to you about this before. Okay. Stan Shunpike. He's <laughs> a fucking idiot. True. <laughs> um, as far as I can tell, uh, Stan Shunpike should have recognized Harry in the third book. Stan Shunpike is, uh, would have been at Hogwarts. For Harry's first year? For Harry's first year. Mm. Um, and like that, okay, so they, they went to school one year together, but... It's Harry Potter. Everyone was, like, staring at him all the time. He was the center of attention so much, regardless of how much he wanted to be. But he did hide his scarf on the night bus. Point two. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, maybe they, they went to school together for one year, and maybe he just never got a good look at him because he's a good boy who doesn't care about the drama. Point two. When we meet Stan Shumpike on the night bus, he is literally reading a copy of The Daily Prophet. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure at this point, Harry's picture has been in the Daily Prophet on multiple occasions. I don't think it would have been. No? No. Not with, like, him posing with Lockhart, or was that just in the movie? Oh. I think that was for Witch Weekly, for what it's worth. Was that for Witch Weekly? I think so. Mm. I forget. 
Either way, it doesn't mean that Sam Schumpeck has read every single Daily Prophet ever. It seems like that's his only thing that he does. He rides the bus and he reads the Prophet. You saw him that one time, also. Everyone reads the Prophet. <laughs> You're... It's true, children do read the newspaper yeah, in this world. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. However, counterpoint, Stan Schumpeck is an idiot. That is my point. Yeah. I just wanted to sort that out. I just needed the record to be straight here. Cool. Stan Schumpeck is an idiot. I thought you were going to... But how are you fixing that? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> are you telling me that Harry Potter did some things okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing good to come from Harry no, no, Potter. No. Okay, he does, here's here's the thing. The, for, for the plot to have worked in that particular scenario, like, he couldn't have recognized Harry. Yeah. Also, Harry said his name was Neville. Whatever. Stan's, Stan's trusting. Do we know what house Stan Shunpike was in? I'm assuming Hufflepuff. I hope so. <laughs> I don't think we know for sure. He had he couldn't have recognized Harry for the the plot to have worked in this scenario, but he should have recognized Harry because of all of the reasons. Um, so I guess the way that I would fix this would have Shun- Stan Shunpike be a little bit older, or yeah, oh, character ages are terrible. Something else, yeah, like the. Let's talk more about some other character ages. Of future sorting it out. Yeah. I but, guess that's kind sure. of like the bigger picture of this particular so, instance of a thing that always annoyed me. The way you want to sort it out is you want to make him older so that it's less egregious. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, this is just a short one. It's just a small thing that Ooh. just always drove me crazy. Fair enough. Well, thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree with any of our sorting, you can find us on Twitter at SortedPod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at CodenameJD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Thank you to Matt Majokamo at the Wamping Willows for use of our theme song, The House of Awesome theme song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as Ghoul Tank, Green Mountain Mysteries, and No Dice. And while you're there on Twitter, tweeting at us, tweet at us your favorite haunt. From Betrayal yes. House on the Hill. And we will sort the haunt and the flavor of the haunt itself. Yes. Also, just tell me your favorite haunts. Sure. I'd love this game so much. Owl's Moving Castle. Owl's Moving Castle. Bye. Bye. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house. It's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid.